good morning. Is this amazing or what? Uh, you know how long we've been trying to do this? We've been wanting to do this for so long. And finally, finally, we are here. And we're celebrating 25 years as a God-fearing, Christ-centered church. Amen. Nothing can ever happen like this without a whole lot of volunteers. So, guys, thank you so much for all you've done to help make this happen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let me start with the place we should start all the time, and let me pray. Heavenly Father God, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for this beautiful day you've given us. Lord, we pray uh, as that breeze comes in, we're thankful and we're grateful. Uh, Lord, we just thank you for just the ability to be here after 25 years. It is amazing. And Lord, may we please, may we honor you by the way we live, by the way we love, by the way we work, and by the way we do church. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Yeah, one of the coolest things to me today was just to be able to step back a little bit and just look and just see what was happening and just watch as people were breaking bread as they were having fellowship the atmosphere was absolutely amazing you know I, I thought it felt like a family reunion and then I'm like well I guess that's kind of what it is right that's kind of what it is yeah. and today will be a little bit different than your average Sunday um, you get to hear from each pastor, good or bad, today. And, and so, uh, yeah, so my job will be to lead you off. And, and so we're going to spend some time in, in talking a little about the past because we know that it's important. And, uh, you know, many times the weight of the present and the mystique of the future can overshadow the value of the past. And so I, I want to make sure we do a good job there. And then Pastor Tyler will follow. And he's going to speak about kind of where we are now and what's currently happening in the church. And then Pastor Rick will follow up and lead us out with just sharing with what where we're going and where we feel like God's leading us. And so, very excited for the day. I saw a quote that I want to share with you that I thought was so appropriate for today. And it said this, it said, learn from yesterday, live for the day, and hope for tomorrow. And so, my hope, yeah, my hope is this, guys. As we learn from yesterday, what I want you to see is this. That nothing... Nothing lasts. There's not anything that lasts, anything that continues to grow and to get stronger and stronger unless there's one ingredient. There's one thing in common with all those things, and that's this, a great foundation. There's always a great foundation. Jesus speaks about this in Luke, in, in Luke 6, beginning in verse 48. He says this, he says, They are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck that house, but could not shake it because it was well built. I do want you to know this. Over my 25 years here, there have been many, many storms. And the floods have tried to come and shake the walls here at Carolina Forest Community Church. So many times, so many times. But God has been so faithful during each and every season. And guys, I tell you, I, I believe that happens for one reason and one reason alone. I think the answer lies in 1 Corinthians 3, verse 11. And it says this, it says, For no one laid any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. Guys, that's our secret ingredient. And that's the only reason you and I are here today. And it will be the only reason that we'll be here tomorrow. 
is that Jesus Christ is the answer. Our, our founding pastor, a guy by the name of Mac Lake, he knew this. He, he not only knew it, but he believed it and he lived it. I want you to think this morning. He drives out to Carolina Forest, right? And all he sees are just a bunch of trees in a forest. But yet he has the faith in God to see what would one day be. I, I think that's just amazing faith. And I think it's what started our great foundation. Because you have to remember when, when the church was first started, that there was no place to, to, to meet. There was no land. Uh, we had very little funding and he was the only employee. All we had was a pastor who believed God and trusted that he would supply for all his needs. You see, his faith was rooted in Jesus Christ and his desire to make him known. Because that was his personal foundation. That was his rock. And that continues today with Pastor Rick and Pastor Tyler. It just continues today with Jesus being the only answer. I remember, guys, I remember that we would meet with the elders in the room above Max Garage because we didn't really have any other place to meet. And, and we would go in there and we would talk and we would pray and we would just beg God for answers. And, and one of the guys, two of the guys that, that were here helping start that great foundation are back today. And I just want to say thank you uh, to Joe Outlaw and to Bill C. I saw them earlier. Thank you so much for your support. And, and to our present elders, guys, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for what you do and how you do it. So what started happening with, with, with Mac and his faith and, and, and this foundation is the miracles begin to happen. All of a sudden, Carolina Forest Elementary School opens up their doors and they tell us, you can meet in the cafeteria as long as you set up and clean up in the same day. And, and, and of course, that's what we did for about two years. And, and then what happened is more people began to attend. We were then able to hire a youth minister. The next came uh, a music director, and then finally we hired a young man with a variety of talents. You may know him, Charles Fox. Yeah. But guys, the storms also continue. Just uh, one day we were walking in, and, and, and I get a call from Mac, and we were informed by Horry County Schools that, that we needed to produce proof of land being purchased to build on in the next two weeks, or we could no longer meet in the elementary school. Again, again, God was so faithful. We were able to not only find something, but we also had a, found a bank that would loan us the money to buy the 25 acres that would one day be the heart of the fastest growing place in America. How about that? Only God. Only, only, only God. And the cool thing was is that he wasn't finished. He wasn't finished because by the grace of God, we were able to delineate or dry out the wetlands, and they became usable land. And, and because we had 12 acres of wetlands, we got the land for $225,000. And we got something the other day that said, with the buildings on here now, this property is worth right at $10 million. Just, just absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. All of this, because the only answer this church has ever given is Jesus Christ. It's the only answer ever given. He's not a way, guys. He's the way. 
He is the Savior of the world and the only one capable of forgiving our sins, changing our heart, and placing the Holy Spirit inside of each of us who believe. He has been and He must continue to be our only answer, our foundation. Now like you guys, I can't wait to see and hear and, and be a part of all that God is going to do on this 25 acres. But may we never forget those who came before us and built this great foundation to build off of. Very, very grateful. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, God, I do. I thank you so much for today. And I pray, God, as this celebration continues, God, that, that we see and know your blessings are all around us. That you have been so faithful for so many years because Jesus Christ has been shared here. And God... I know that's going to continue, and I pray you continue to bless it. And I pray that Carolina Force Community Church will be that God-fearing, Christ-believing church until the day Christ comes back, if that's your will, God. And I thank you so much for all you do and all you are, and I thank you for this amazing congregation. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
praise the name of Jesus today.
that together again, just our voices, just our voices. Oh, praise the name of the Lord our God. Oh, praise His name forevermore, for endless days. We will sing Your praise. Oh,
He was made like us in every way. He took on flesh. He entered into human history. Though he himself was without sin, he became the atoning sacrifice for all sin. That Jesus on the cross paid our price. He took the penalty for sin that was due to us upon himself. And he died in our place. And on the third day, he rose again. And with him, hope rises. With him, light shines in the darkness. With him, everything changes. Because in Jesus, there is healing from pain. In Jesus, there is freedom from addiction. In Jesus, there is hope in sorrow. In Jesus, there is joy in struggle and in despair. In Jesus, there is life in death. We have the greatest message ever given. That God, who is rich in mercy and abounding in love, did not leave us in our sin. He did not abandon us to our sin, but he rescued us from it. That God brought us out of darkness into his marvelous light. That God made his enemies his children. Adopted us into his family and gave us his life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through Him. And the salvation that we have in Him is not based on our work, on our effort, on our performance, or how many Bible verses we know. It's not based on how well we do. It is based on the unchangeable, unbreakable love and grace of God. We have the greatest message. And with it comes the greatest mission. Because we were not called to sit in chairs and call ourselves Christians. We were not called to simply be inviters when we bring people to church and let other people teach them about Jesus. The mission of Jesus is given to all who would call themselves by His name. To every follower, every believer, we are all tasked with this great mission. The final command that Jesus gives after rising from the dead after conquering the grave and giving us victory over death, before he ascends to the eternal throne in heaven, the final command that Jesus gives, Matthew 28, 18-20, All authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me. Go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey all the things that I have commanded you, and surely I will be with you always, even to the ends of the age. Go. We have been given a mission to go out into the world and to share the good news of the gospel that Jesus is alive. And that in him, none who belong to him will ever know death. But, church, there is a problem. Not everyone who needs this news is ready to receive it. Not everyone who needs to hear the gospel that we have is able to receive it because of the pain that exists in our lives, because of the darkness that exists in our world. Sometimes the circumstances of life, the storms, the struggles, the loss, the loneliness that we feel drowns out everything else. Everyone needs the gospel. But not everybody is in a place where they are ready and able to hear it. See, our mission is not just words. 
Jesus didn't say, go tell people who I am. He said, go make disciples. And whenever we talk about Matthew 28, the emphasis tends to be on that word, go. Maybe it's time we also paid a little bit of attention to the word, make. Our job, our mission from our Lord and Savior, from the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, is not just to tell people that Jesus is alive. It is to step into their lives, to minister to them where they are, to show the grace and love of God to them where they are. It is to tear down the walls that they've built up to overcome the obstacles that we might make disciples. So church, we are in the fastest growing community in America, right in the heart of it. And all around us, there are people who are hurting. People who are struggling, people who feel alone and unwanted, people who don't know how to keep their head above water and they struggle every day just to get the breath that they need to get through it. All around us, there are people who are struggling financially, emotionally, relationally, physically, and spiritually. All around us are people who need the gospel, but they cannot hear it because of the other things in their lives. And so God places us here. He gives us his mission to shine that light into the darkness, to meet people where they are, to minister to people where they are, to step into that pit that sin has trapped them in, the sin that once held us prisoners to step into that pit with them and to show them the love and grace of God that they might see, that they might be able to hear the message of the gospel. 1 Corinthians 9, 19, Paul says, For though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win more of them. To the Jews I became as a Jew in order to win Jews. To those under the law I became as one under the law, though not being myself under the law that I might win those under the law. To those outside the law, I became as one outside the law, not being outside of the law of God, but under the law of Christ, that I might win those outside the law. To the weak, I became weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people, that by all means I might save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, that I might share with them in its blessing. This is our mission. This is why the church exists. This is what we want to do. We want to reach people in every walk of life. To minister to people in different places. To be all things to all people. So that by all means we might save some with the gospel of Jesus. For the glory of Jesus. Church, this is what our kingdom campaign is about. It's not about a bigger campus or more buildings. It's about ministering to people in different places. People who are not able to hear the gospel because of the pain in their lives. We want to reach into their life. We want to love them where they are. So that we don't leave them where they are. Today we celebrate 25 years. Not just by looking to the past. But by looking to the future. By looking to what God has called us to do for His kingdom. So church, with everything that we have, with everything that we are, with everything we do, we want to reach people for the gospel. We want to see lives transformed by the gospel because we want to be a church that serves God and glorifies God and faithfully follows God with everything. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, 
Give us a passion that can never be quenched. Give us a hunger for you that can never fade. That we would not be content to sin. That we would not be recipients only of your love and grace, but that we would be administers of it. That we would walk out into our schools, into our workplaces, into our neighborhoods, into our grocery stores, everywhere we go, that we would walk out and we would show your love and grace to the people we encounter. That we would be filled with an overwhelming passion and love for you. That we could not be silent. That we could not be still. But that we would serve you with everything. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for grace.
ministry as a leader in God's church, I would have laughed in your face, I would have ridiculed and mocked you, I would have made fun of you, I would have called you crazy, but to be here today can truly say, my wife can testify, only by the grace of God. So I am grateful. I am grateful for all of those who have chosen to walk this road home to Jesus with us. Over the years, I am grateful for all of you choosing today to come and celebrate an incredible day of pausing for the faithfulness of God to His church. Celebrating Jesus, because it's all about Him. You've heard that over and over. For those of you who 
have been with us for a while, you had to know Pastor Tyler was going to drop the hammer of Scripture. And I'm grateful for that because he's courageous. And he is an incredible leader in our church. I'm grateful for his, his goofiness and his... He has asked me to correct what I said last week about his jokes. He would still like you to laugh at his jokes. So I will recant and recall that statement. Encourage him. Jesus is so good. He's so good. He's, he's been with us through a lot of things. As you heard Pastor Mark share, he has never, ever left his church by itself. And there was times over the years where we weren't sure where we were going, what we were doing, if, <clears throat> if we were doing the right thing. And Jesus just held on to us as He does today. And so we celebrate that. <clears throat> we celebrate that together as He is present, as His Spirit here as it moves within and through our lives. We pray that for the time that we are together until He calls us home that we will celebrate and believe. And we'll invite everybody we know to celebrate and believe as we do. And that is the heart and is to be the heart <clears throat> excuse me, and has been the heart since day one. I I tried to hold it together before I came up, and it didn't happen. So now you've got snotty, you're in the splash zone. Um, you got snotty Rick, you got throat rough Rick. <laughs> Where we're going is absolutely amazing. And it's not because of what this campus may look like in the end. It may not even come to completion before where some of us are home with Jesus. But where we're going is absolutely amazing because of the lives that I believe that God is going to allow us the privilege and the honor to see transformed by the grace of Jesus Christ. That is why it's amazing. We've said since we started our campaigns, you see the completion of our campus and it's not about buildings, and it's not about the spaces within those buildings. It's about the people that may come and be a part of those buildings and what they may hear while they're inside of those spaces. Because we know the greatest news, as we've already heard, that we could ever share, and the greatest gift we could ever give to someone else is what you and I have received, Jesus Christ. And so as we share with you guys this morning as we look to the future, which is, which is my privilege, is to point us to the future as we remember the faithfulness of God, believing the faithfulness of God into the future. You know, our vision is this holistic vision. If you want to go ahead and grab your keychain uh, that was on the seat, uh, I'm going to pull that out. We shared several months ago that the, the picture, the illustration is to become this, 
this lighthouse, this refuge where a light spins 365 degrees, shining the beautiful good news, shining Jesus into the hearts and the lives and the minds of all people, no matter who they are, what they're facing, or where they're at, that all people hear the good news, that we didn't want to just focus on a group or a section or a part, we wanted to focus on the whole, and this is what God was calling us to as He gave us the stewardship of 25 beautiful acres in the heart of a very fast-growing neighborhood. We want to be a church that recognizes and believes and truly is motivated by the desire that no one would be forgotten, no one would be lost, that all would hear the saving grace that comes through Jesus Christ and we would trust the Holy Spirit to take it from there. Which is what the which is what the keychain represents. We want you to hold on to these keychains. We want you to carry these keychains with you. Put them somewhere. And I want you, as you see this keychain, I want it to remind you of two things. The first thing being that you're a part of a church that believes the greatest thing about the local church is to tell everyone about the beautiful, bright light that repels the darkness of Jesus Christ. Secondly, I want you to know that you personally are part of that shining light. That wherever you go as a Christ follower, as a disciple of Jesus, wherever He may take you, whether it's to be here for many years with us or to go somewhere else, wherever it is, that you recognize that the light of Christ that is shown into your life is to shine through your life into the dark world. And as you look at that, you're, you're reminded that you're a part of a whole group of faithful disciples, not just in Myrtle Beach, not just in Carolina Forest, not just in South Carolina, but around the world that is carrying that light to the ends of the earth until Jesus returns. And may it encourage you to know that we're doing this together. We're not doing it by ourselves. We cannot do it by ourselves. We are so much better together than we are alone. And I know that wind blowing makes it hard on the mic, but I know you love the wind blowing in the kids. Right? Amen? We're in this together, church. We're in this together. And there's a handout that you received. It is a reminder again of where we're going. And today I get to share with you where we believe God is taking us first. I know some of the questions over the months and time that we've been in this has been, what's, what's first? Where are we going first? And we believe God has given us some clarity on where we begin and where we move first. And I'm excited to share that with you this morning. The first and foremost thing that we want to do is continue to pay off and finish paying off our chapter one investment, the investment that allows us to gather and grow and reach people today. Where we believe God was leading us to next is to raise the money to build a new family ministry center. And at the same time that we're building that, we renovate our main worship center to have more seating, expanded seating, more classrooms for adults and small groups and Bible studies new offices and more, expanded lobby to connect and reach and 
share with more people, to fellowship, all of those things is where we believe God is taking us first. So we're calling that our first milestone. The rendering that you see in the handout gives you a little better look of what that will be. We have more coming with that and in-depth look at that, but we have researched and prayed and looked around our own sports ministry with the registrations we're seeing from new families in our area, new schools on the docket to be built almost in our backyard. We see the need to minister to all the new families and children that are coming that will be a part of the next generations that will carry this church into the future truly until Jesus returns. Amen. So that is where God is leading us now. Where He leads us to after that, we're not sure. And at the same time, if God decides to pull a curveball on us, we will flex and shift because our heart has been and always will be to follow God no matter what. So as we look into the future, we look into the ministry that God's given us to steward and to carry forward. We're excited about this first step. And I pray that you are too. And I pray that when you see this when you see this lighthouse, that you understand that you are a part of the building and completion that will truly shine forever and ever until Christ returns and sets up His kingdom. See, this is bigger than us. It's about our legacy here, but it's about laying up treasure there. Because every time that you and I get the opportunity and the blessing of sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with others, we're laying up treasure. And there is no doubt in my mind that you and I together, us together, that there will be there will be a homecoming in heaven that you and I cannot even begin to fathom because of our sacrifice and generosity, our giving of all to the kingdom of God right here if you're not forced. And so our vision is what it's always been. It hasn't changed. Even if there wasn't new facilities on the horizon, even if there wasn't new spaces on the horizon, our vision has always been and will be to be a Jesus-centered, faith-rooted, love-empowered church that tells everybody it's not about the pastor, it's not about the staff, it's not about an individual, it's not about a group, it's simply about and amazingly about Jesus Christ. So my commitment to you for as long as God would have me here that I will not waver. I will not fall away. I will not step back. But I will stand with courage to tell everybody that the answer that you're looking for. The, the hunger that you have and the thirst that comes is only quenched in Jesus. And you and I together, us together, into the future, as long as we do that, 
God will continue in his faithfulness to see this church reach the multitudes with his kingdom. In the back of my Bible, I, years and years ago, back when I was in student ministry, clueless as to what I was doing, in a moment of prayer, I simply just gave up. I gave up trying to understand it. I gave up trying to know, and I just simply wrote this little note that has been taped into my Bible for many years, and it just simply says, Lord, your way, your will, and your timing. And that is my that is my hope for our church. Lord, not Rick's way, not Tyler's way, not our elders' way, not any one person's way, your way, your will, and your timing. That is what we celebrate because that has been our history. His way, His will, His timing. And so I want to wrap up. I want to read Scripture to wrap up. And it is a scripture that I shared back 10 years ago on our 15th anniversary. It is a scripture that I go back to often in my own life. It is a scripture that I believe is very, very important for us to have as a church family and friends. Ephesians 3, verses 14 to 21. Paul writes, would you do me the honor of standing as we read God's word? writes, for this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. That's where our identity is. That according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. love is told. Verses 20 and 21. Now to Him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us. Listen to this church. To Him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. That is our heart. That is our hope. And we celebrate God at work over these 25 years, and we look forward to the next. We can't do it alone. We must do it together.
I sing one more song? Yeah. Let's bring the band back up. Let's do one more. They have not prepared another one, just so you know. <laughs> Pretty sure our team can pull it off there. How about you? They think it will? Church, I love you.